Hello, podcast fam. Welcome back to episode 30 of Caffeinated Yogi Talks. As always, I am your host, Danielle Collinsworth. This episode, we are going to be talking about successes and failures, a way for us to try and get our mind right with both concepts. And sorry, not sorry, I love you, I know you're a badass, but you do have both. You do have successes and you do have failures. I'm saying that because this episode is most definitely for every single human out there. So without further ado, go grab yourself a nice warm cup of joe or whatever the heck makes you smile and let's dive in. Hi there. Welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I'm your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Here, we will talk about all things yoga, both on and off the mat. Fitness, entrepreneurship, this crazy thing called life, and maybe a bit about coffee. So throw on your headphones, grab your favorite cup of gel or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. All right, so before we get started, I want you guys to know that I actually really do listen to myself on that intro, and I pretty much always uh, go in, put in the intro clip, and drink coffee while doing it, and I right now was actually eating cookies while doing it, and dropped a cookie into my coffee, and man, if you were a fan of like dunking cookies into milk, dunking cookies into coffee, I swear nothing better. Go do yourself a favor, get a cookie, get a coffee. Anyways, before we begin uh, this episode, this on launch date will be on May 4th. Uh, So, well, first off, may the 4th be with you. And um, second, uh, May is also Mental Health Awareness Month. I personally am going to be working with some local entrepreneurs at the Selden Market on May 14th, I believe that's the Friday. Uh, There's going to be a local book signing and the whole night is going to be around mental health awareness and I will be there with a sky's the limit table. Uh, My first time being able to talk about where the studio is and giving out information for that as well as just guiding people through some meditation tips, tricks, etc. However, the reason why I'm blabbing on about that is A, to first off, let you know it's Mental Health Awareness Month, and B, let's work on getting your mental health just right. Uh, For today's, I guess I would say, podcast sponsor, if you will, I'm going to let it be yours truly. As I uh, remind you guys that I have a meditation program called Meditate Don't Hate. It's $4.99 a month, which is a pretty reasonable price. You get access to a meditation library where I drop new ones every month. You also get access to a private Facebook group, excuse me, where uh, we just talk about some mindful tips and tricks and pretty much just a bunch of good vibes. So if you are interested, peep the show notes so that you can get yourself signed up or as always, reach out to me, ask me any questions. I am happy to help you as always. Now, for today's episode, I will not be guiding you through meditation. So if that little ramble just kind of didn't sit well with you because you're not a badass that meditates, 
Number one, I do encourage you to try it at some time. But number two, let's switch gears and let's just talk about getting our mind right, period. And I want to start off to compare two things in the same realm or walk of life that I think we can all relate to, and it's about work. So again, this episode is talking about successes and failures. It does not matter which line of work your current path is taking you down, but I'm going to assume that we have all been promoted in some sort of fashion and we've all fucked up in some sort of fashion. When we undergo something like a promotion, we are filled with happiness and have this likeliness to shout it from the rooftops. Well, okay, maybe not that dramatic, but we still have a tendency to talk about the success to friends, family, maybe even you get a little post on social media. And please note, there's nothing wrong with either one. Uh, I don't think that you should be the asshat that rubs the promotion in someone's face, but there's nothing wrong with talking yourself up. I mean, you worked hard for the promotion. You earned the humble brag. So soak it up, my dear. But let's also talk about the fuck up. I'm choosing not to talk about getting fired because, at least for me, that's very unrelatable. I'm sorry if you have ever been fired. I I don't know what that feels like, but I can imagine that that sucks terribly. So if you want to think about that, cool. Um, but if not, let's just talk about a time when you just you just really messed up at work, right? Because a good solid mess up, I think, is something that we can sadly all relate to. And I'm not talking about a like, oops, I'm running late by a few minutes and I'm walking in late with Starbucks in hand kind of a mess up. Sorry, not sorry if you're literally driving in your car with like your uh, Starbucks and you're going to be late because I'm definitely then calling you out. But I'm referring to the kind of mess up that makes you want to cry. One that stops your breath or that you're just thinking about for a while. I'm assuming that the late arrival with coffee in hand is not something that you're sitting back and thinking about like five days later. But if you mess up something that impacts your entire team or customers, or maybe it it causes you to sit down and have like this impromptu meeting with a colleague or a boss, whatever, you're probably going to be thinking about that situation days later. So why don't we treat this situation like a promotion? Here is where you might want to pause though and reflect if you're treating this episode like a little meditation, if you will. Think about the last time you got a promotion. You talked it up for 24 hours, let's say, and then it kind of died off. It might pop up here and there as you get a late congrats from somebody or maybe it's a few days later that you go out to celebrate because that's what fits into your schedule. But let's say promotion happened on Tuesday. You go out on Friday. You talk about it all day, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday, you're not really talking about it as much. And Friday, you talk about it a little bit because you're going out to dinner. Kind of catch me drift, right? But overall, it It's not something that like lingers on. 
like the way that the failure probably does. So let's again relate to this time frame. It's Tuesday, you fuck up. Wednesday, you're still thinking about it. It's weighing heavy on you. You try to smile and you're just like down in the dumps. And well, guess what? Thursday, same thing. Friday, same thing. Maybe you go do something fun on the weekend or you just get outside and see some sunlight and that makes you smile. And then Monday, you're kind of back into what's maybe a a normal groove, right? But overall, it's something that lingers on. And it's because we're holding it in. We decided not to share our emotions with others as we did in the promotion. Now, I like to think that we are keeping this bottled in for two reasons. One is because failure sucks. And talking about sucky things sucks. (laughs) Number two, society puts a frown on failures. Now, our culture tells us that a failure equates to something bad about a person or that it's a sign of weakness instead of teaching us how to grow from our failures. Now, I'm happy that I grew up learning from my failures, meaning if I got a bad grade, my mom was definitely not the parent to call the teacher and bitch them out. She was the parent that looked at me and asked, how can we prevent this from happening again? AKA, let's talk about it. (laughs) Well, I guess to be completely honest, my mom kind of fell under a different category. She was the type of parent that uh, if I got a C, I was grounded. However, the conversation about let's make it better, how can we not prevent this kind of a thing, that was still being had. Um, I kind of grew up a little different and my grandparents uh, helped raise me a lot. So just to make sure you guys know my real life story, if you will. Um, I guess that conversation didn't happen directly with my mother, but it still happened from a parental-like figure, right? The conversation was had. I would talk about the failure often rather than keeping it in and trying to hide the reality of my performance at school. So why can't we normalize this? And I think we need to do this from so many different avenues. Let's still pick on kids. And I'm sorry if you're a parent. I I know that you might roll your eyes because I'm not one. But I do work a lot with teachers. Uh, I mean, A, my fiance is a teacher. um, But not really talking about him because I really don't talk about uh, him grading and whatnot. Uh, like those conversations just don't come up in our house, I guess. He, uh, he teaches sports medicine at the high school. And um, if you're listening to this, my dear, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to say this in a bad way, but I feel like that a lot of his students are either there because they think that he's the, just the cool teacher or um, there because they actually want to learn. So he doesn't really get the same kind of wrath that I think other teachers encompass. But talking about parenting now, and uh, I actually have a private client that is a high school English teacher, and uh, she's been teaching for as long as I've been alive, and she recently told me that she can see the shift in societal changes based on just the way parents would treat her, like whenever I was little, compared to the way parents treat her now. 
And using this same explanation, she said back then, even in high school, so something that's like, I don't know, maybe 10 to 15 years ago, she would have parents that would, a student gets a bad grade and she wouldn't hear from them. And not because they didn't care, but because they were having the direct conversation with the child. They were trying to figure out how can we fix this here? How can we make you better? Do we need to set up office hours? Do we need to get a tutor? Uh, Do you need to have your phone taken away? Like, you know, looking at all of these different options. Where was the issue? They look at the child first. And luckily in high school, I'm assuming you could probably have like a conversation, right? We're not talking about an elementary school kid, a a kid that is uh, old enough to hold and formulate their thoughts. She said now, however, not that she's against talking to parents, but let's say again, picking on myself, I was good in school. I normally had all A's, a few B's. And if I, let's say, got a D on a paper, She said that a parent that would uh, kind of mimic the student I am, uh, my parent would be the one nowadays that would call her immediately, like within 24 hours of the grade being posted and basically saying, this is wrong. You you can't give my daughter a D. And like, why, why do we just automatically have to shift our mindset to we have to be in... Like, like the failure is, is, is incorrect. It's wrong. Nope. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to make a quick fix rather than sitting back and really dissecting the issue at hand. But let's shift gears and talk a little bit more again about something that's probably relatable uh, to all of us coming back to this idea of getting a promotion and just a big old fuck up at work, Right. Why can't we relate our failure the same way that we relate to our promotion? Whenever the failure happens, why don't you sit down and still talk to a loved one? Just as you would, you called them as soon as you got the promotion. Oh my gosh, guess what? You're going to be so happy. This happened. I did it. Yay, let's celebrate. Let's normalize the same thing calling maybe it's a tear tears are okay let's normalize that too (laughs) why don't you call a loved one and say uh hey I really need to talk to you because I I made a big boo-boo at work and I I I don't know what to do I'm very stressed can we meet up and talk right the same kind of thing hey hi hello here's an update on my life can we meet up to talk about it and I mean, I get it. The Rona's still here. Maybe it's a virtual meetup, right? But hopefully you're, you're on that team vaccinate and uh, you're able to, to see a friendly face now. Overall, my point here is if we allow ourselves to treat the conversation of failures like success, we will grow from them quickly and in great depth. Now, I understand that this is one of those things that's easier said than done. So here are three tips to help you develop a positive mindset around failures. Number one, get moving. You have all probably heard me now say that I believe motion is lotion for the physical body. However, I do also think this very much correlates to the mental body. 
Science has proven over and over again that movement is great for things like depression. So if you are really down in the dumps from your failure, get moving. This will enable you to put your emotions on a tiny pause while you get sweaty or just get the endorphins kicking. And you will then potentially be able to come back to the failure a little less tense. Number two, write. Journal, a pros and cons list, you name it. I am personally a huge fan of lists. A pros and cons list might be the way for you to then see the positive in the negative, meaning you might be able to see some light from the failure at hand. And number three is to set an intention. And I know you might have just rolled your eyes and been like, oh, here's the yogi. But there's a reason why I talk about yoga being very much a tool or a lifestyle that lives on and off the mat. Connect to a mantra to help you keep a positive mindset during a difficult time. Or set an intention for your next project or plan. You might not have the whole plan laid out, but you can start with an intention to pace yourself. There's a really strong reason why I tattooed this on my body. Inhale confidence, exhale doubt. Allowing you to face the problem at hand while releasing any negative self-talk. And that's it, guys. (laughs) So the main takeaway is that shit happens. You're going to succeed and you're going to fail. That's life, my friend. But the quicker we express our response to both, the faster you will then grow to a stronger and better version of you. And I mean, isn't that one of the main goals here? Like, isn't that one of the main goals in life? To get better, to do better, to be a better you? So I challenge you to take one, two, or 20 of the things that we talked about and put them into play the next time that you are succeeding and or failing. As always, if you saw any benefit here, if anything here made you smile, resonated with you, or you just feel like, damn, I I feel like people need to hear this. This sounds like some some good, very easy, digestible shit. (laughs) Then do me a favor and share this episode to your Instagram story. Please give a tag to either the podcast itself, which is at Caffeinated Yogi Talks, or tag me directly at Danielle the Yogi, which is spelled D-A-N-Y-E-L-L the Yogi. And as always, thank you oh so much for being here for listening, and for just being you. Until next time, guys, thank you so much. Namaste and slay thing.